before we actually uh, get into the episode, I just I did want to say real real quick that in real life it is not uncommon for married men to collect dirty <laughs> magazines. <laughs> that made sense to me if it was like twenty years ago. But I, mean, I don't. I'm going to recuse myself from this conversation. Everybody has the <laughs> internet now. Yes. As the as the married man in this group, I'm going to exercise my Miranda right to remain silent. It would be terrifying if you do have dirty magazines, Newland. In 2018, that's so much worse than it would ever have been back in. I might have some that are kind of dusty. <laughs> Just like an EGM okay. from 2003. You say that, and I, I can don't think back that's a dirty up. Magazine. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of dusty. Like I said, it needs. needs to be uh, yeah, I have one of the um, the Game Informers from when Tomb Raider came out in the 1990s. <laughs> got me through a. <laughs> this, ba- oh, this baby got me through the hard years. <laughs> Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fan cast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. I regret to inform you listeners that due to a shortage of fighting, this episode of Zenkai Boost will be mostly us talking about how bad the science of Dragon Ball Z is. (laughs) It's real bad. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. I want to point out just a couple of things before we get into the intro that we have to do, our, make our penance before the gods. Pay our tax. First of all, new recap music. Mm-hmm. That's weird. The narrator refers to Frieza as a disheveled tyrant, which I really love. <laughs> a little bit of editorializing. <laughs> and they give us the Goku speech again, but this time the Goku speech is intercut with Frieza going, Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that too. He's so squeaky in the recap. And I don't, did I not notice this? Was he this way last episode? Because it's really bad. He's like, <laughs> Somebody needs to get him his albuterol. Oh, he left it on the ship. Dang. We actually see the end of his ship in this episode, don't we? His ship falls into the planet. Time's up for Frieza's spaceship. All his clothes. Wait, okay. he never wears He's, clothes, does he? We've only he seen him wearing the armor. armor. He's naked all the time. <laughs> I want to see Frieza wearing a t-shirt. I bet that'd be fun. I was thinking sweatpants. <laughs> I, I would see him wearing sweatpants. But they say Frieza on, on the back. On Across the butt? Yeah, we're supposed to say juicy. It says Frieza. <laughs> we're <laughs> supposed so, to say juicy? <laughs> 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 Freudian slip. 
<laughs> I thought that all sweatpants say juicy on the back. Just yours. Just my oh, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> In the intro this time, I noticed I picked apart a bit where I'm. I mean, I know I'm grasping at straws, but aren't we all? Um, where <laughs> Goku is like sparring with Gohan, and they're doing the sort of flurry of punches that don't do anything move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the classic. neither of them is moving, but a lot of those punches don't connect. So I've. It's like what are they like? What's going on here? Just punch an air, essentially. Just punch around your opponent's head a lot and hope he moves into it. So we give the narrator a bit of latitude, but he definitely reads the title wrong. Oh, he sure does. <laughs> he sure does in this one. I almost forgot until you mentioned it. I missed this. I must not have been paying attention. Title of the episode is "Avenge the Fallen." Goku countdown to the planet's destruction. The narrator definitely says "Avenge the Fallen." Goku. Yes! Okay. I knew what you're talking about. I had, I had a moment where I was like, oh, that's weird. All right, let's go with this. Skips right past up. that comma. <laughs> they only had him for one afternoon, like we said. Couldn't do a second take on that. I really want to go back and kind of take all of our collection of our collective idea of the narrator and just figure out his story. Because <laughs> I think our he narrator... might be my favorite character. <laughs> he, so, he sounds like such a disheveled, down-on-his-luck guy that's just doing something for a quick buck. The narrator, I believe, is the same voice actor as Captain Ginyu. What? <laughs> wow. So, I want to say... I, what a range. Catch me up. So this is just narrated by Captain Ginyu. <laughs> this is Captain Ginyu's normal voice. Oh, yeah, when he's not putting it on for the boys. Mm-hmm. You know, gotta make when a big show for the boys. Sorry, are you suggesting that Ginyu's been drunk the entire time he's been on screen? Did you think he was sober? (laughs) (laughs) I'm very wrong. It wasn't Captain Ginyu. It is a man named Doc Morgan, though. That's a good name. (laughs) That is a great name. Did somebody say, what's up, Doc? Because I legally have to arrest you. (laughs) Not it. Chris Ayers is like the only man on this entire TV show who only did one voice for it. Who's the announcer? And he's Frieza. Oh, sorry. Everybody else does like a million voices so the, on this. So then who's the announcer? Doc Morgan. So then who, I'm sorry. Dr. Morgan. Who, who was he anybody he else? Then? Yeah. Well, he's also credited as reporter. So I assume Napa killed him at one point. Or it could Probably. be the ones in God, the future. God, he hates the media. Just hates that media. The opening of this episode is Gohan going out to search for Bulma, but thank God that only takes like two seconds. Whoops. No, it's the whole episode. It's the whole episode is Gohan and Bulma. She is such an asshole. I hate her. She sucks in this one. We get a close up of the hole in Piccolo's chest as Gohan tells him to just hang in there while he goes (laughs) to find her. (laughs) Try not to bleed out any worse. Could he not put a towel on that or something? (laughs) That hole in his chest is like the size of my fist now. Like, it seems to have caved in a little bit. Well, I think Namekians are made of some tough stuff. You know, I don't know where their organs are or if they're just jelly they're sl- in there. slug people, that's true. Can a person, if they were to receive that kind of wound where, like, that amount of flesh is removed from their body in, like, I guess the chest or reason, could you survive from something like that? Like, losing No, you're that? dead. No, yeah. absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> you're dead, okay. like, instantly. Especially if it goes through you. Like, if you have a, a cavity and you didn't hit anything vital, you know, maybe. But if, if you have a hole going through you, you're dead. Because I, I feel it. like you could take that in the leg for sure. Like, if you took that in, like, the calf, 
You could because mm-hmm. I mean, worst case scenario, you remove. Who a needs a leg? a leg? Really? Yeah. What is a leg? Speaking of legs. Oh, oh! I did a little unboxing earlier. I do have a very nice Frieza figure, and it did come with just one leg. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> my little sister, uh, so Lizzie, who did the logo for our show, she gave me for my birthday a little Frieza figure. I've posted a picture in our chat. Yes, but it came Golden with Frieza, it came. It's like you know how toys used to do this transformers used to do this where it comes with one part of another bigger toy and oh, if you yes. get like six other toys they all combine it's just weird that it was frieza and one random leg of a, a different character does it indicate who the leg belongs to on the box it did but nothing about this leg stands out it looks like just a regular leg it is supposed to belong to a character i don't know because i haven't watched super Named Super Saiyan Kale. Mm. <laughs> which sounds made up. I mean, it, it's all made up. I understand that. I'm not crazy, but especially made up. Anyway, this episode, let's talk a little bit about how nothing happens in it. Well, Gohan's looking for Bulma. Bulma's having a tough time, yada, yada, yada. Frieza's ship starts sinking into the ground because of the big boom that Frieza did. But before we actually get to the action, we have to check in with King Kai for a minute. Oh! I- love this. My favorite moment of this entire thing is how it's not just a quick three seconds of King Kai going, oh, oh. It's it's 12 to like 15 seconds of him just going, oh, 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 oh. Where I think he just finished. But the point I want to make... Is Is he able to do this? I don't know. What can a god do? Do Kai's reproduce? We've never seen his wife have we <laughs> no or what king i would assume is his ex-wife is a really funny combination of words yes oh he's extremely divorced yeah king kai's <laughs> ex-wife is maybe the best <laughs> that sounds so right whoa oh my god that's why he's got the car that he's so into no. yeah because <laughs> oh, no. he got that out of the divorce <laughs> but he ended up with the kids which is bubbles and bubbles Bubbles and Greg. What I get, I get a certain joy out of this because this just further cements for me my ultimate dream of a super cut of the entirety of this show into Super where we just only get all the scenes that King Kai is involved in. Yeah, a King <laughs> Kai how, super cut television. would be great how, television. I've thought for a while that it would be really funny to construct a cut of anime where you remove all of the actual words dialogue and only leave in the kind of like voiced Grunts. syllables. The like, <laughs> mm, ah, ooh, ah. like just leave all of that in, but none of the actual talking Here's and the, the screams, of course, the screams. Here's yes. the thing, though. You'd still get a significant chunk of television time out of that. Oh, yeah, you would. Have y'all ever noticed that in anime, whenever someone moves, they also voice? <laughs> Have you ever noticed this? No, but I'm going to. Whenever someone moves at all, this is something I noticed when I was a little child watching anime. Any movement of the body or eyes or whatever is accompanied by like... <laughs> I've always noticed in anime or like any form of, I guess, drawn cartoon or whatever... Is you can always point out the things that'll be interacted with because of the color. Oh yeah, got that got that outline on there. That's mm-hmm. not background. Yeah, that's why Scooby Doo never used to surprise me as a kid. Like, yeah, that's you a secret that wall shit. right by. That is the one it. I was gonna follow up with. Is like that is like the chief villain. It's the gold standard. Thing. Yeah. 
Welcome to Zenkai Boost, the show where we talk about Scooby Doo and his friends. And... <laughs> I think that's our first Scooby Doo tangent. So Imagine that. Pop crossover. open the champagne. So King Kai sums up for us that Frieza has destroyed the planet. Like the way King Kai is saying it is, it's gone. Yeah, he says nothing could have survived, and which that is... makes sense after what we watched. But how the fuck? Like he can see a lot of shit in great detail. So what? Like. What? I gotta be honest, I don't think he can. I'm, I'm starting to come around that I think King Kai is just bullshitting. Well, maybe those glasses are he must he's actually be. blind. How does he miss that the planet's still there? <laughs> oh, I just, I tuned out for a second. It's It's gone, though, I bet. And for me, as someone who's like, who remembers a lot of this, that hasn't watched it a lot, I was sitting there during this little bit, just completely floored. Like, I don't recall it happening this way. This feels wrong. like, yeah, I don't think this is what happens. Before we can meditate on that too long, though, Kami butts in. He calls Kami, King Kai. Yeah, he, Kami calls King Kai on his cell phone. The reception. To let King Kai know that Popo is looking for those Earth Dragon Balls. Um, but wait a second, Kami's still here. That which must means. Mean. Oh, it must mean Piccolo is still alive. And if Piccolo's still alive, then Namek is still there. They also take this, this opportunity to remind the audience that Chiaotzu can't come back. He's dead forever. <laughs> so Namek is still there. King Kai has figured out Bulma's name, though, because he announces to everybody that Goku, Gohan, Piccolo, and, quote, that snarky little gal the others call Bulma still have a chance. <laughs> Such a good response. This is also <laughs> where King Kai is kind of rude to Kami. Oh, yeah. And just sort of ignores him for a minute. <laughs> like, hey, can you half? shut up for a second? I gotta, I gotta do the rabbit ears real quick. I was wondering what the pecking order is there. Like, is King Kai able to do that? Is he higher up on the ladder? I believe he is, right? He's like literally a god, whereas Kami is just an alien who watches over Earth, but I guess. I for some Kami, reason? I thought Kami was considered god. or something. Maybe this is a translation thing. Kami, it's a get. translation thing, because okay. he's called Kami, which means god. But... Like, but the Japanese call a, a lot of things Kami. Like, that's a so, word that kind of gets thrown around in anime. So we do get a still image of Namek, and it looks like some really, like, King Kai celebrating? Some bad shit is going yeah, on. It's not on okay. Planet. No. <laughs> it's, like, as bad as it can get while the planet is still there. And finally, finally, we check in with the two characters who we actually care about, floating over a giant crater where the ocean used to be that has electricity coming out of it. A lot of electricity. The first line we get here is great. Frieza goes, mm, seems I pulled the reins a bit too tight on that one. <laughs> why do, Why would he do that? He, he, can blow himself up. But he can survive in space. I thought he... I, well, he don't want to don't die in the explosion. But you know? I'm, I thought that because he's so powerful with his infinite power level, he could survive something. Like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Goku immediately taunts him about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goku's like, oh, I guess you didn't want to die in the explosion, idiot. <laughs> planet's still here, dipshit. Dumbass. So this is where we get the conversation that I mentioned at the top of the episode that we absolutely have to have. Yep. This infuriated me specifically as a person who lives with a person who has a master's degree in geology. Mm. Frieza offers to give Goku a lesson in geology. Well, and part of this is correct. I'm pretty sure if you blow up the Earth's core... It's not going to last very long. No. Do we have an option to bring in someone who could, who, who, like you said, has a master's in this, who could explain? She's doing important things. Oh, okay, fair enough. He offers a lesson in geology, but he needs a lesson in English. 
yeah. he, he says the planet's, quote, precious core has been utterly desiccated. Okay. Not what that word means. So I, che- I, had, I did check in with Cassie real quick uh, after this episode to, to make sure the word desiccated means what I think it means. And it does mean, like, to have water removed from it. Yeah. <laughs> like, jerky is desiccated beef. And I'm fairly certain the core of a of a rocky planet is probably not going to have too much water in it. No, he's well, not anymore because Frieza sucked it all up. <laughs> he sucked it all up. He swallowed it. Not in him. He is so hydrated. That's what gives him the power to do you know stuff. And once you take the water out, the yes. only oh, thing that's oh, left oh, is magma it. and electricity. We- <laughs> we actually do have a special guest coming in to comment about this situation regarding the core. Uh, everybody, welcome Cassie from uh, Insanely Haunted. Welcome. We, oh, we hi. really need your expertise Cassie. here. Live podcasting. We're doing it. Oh. Hello. Hi. Um, hey. Hi. How you doing, guys? I am perfectly sober. So we're we, just we, talking <laughs> about the very common phenomena. I think you would probably know about it as a geologist. It's called core desiccation <laughs> <laughs> okay so the the idea is that the center of this planet is has water and it's being it being desiccated no well, I, I believe frieza big laser. yeah frieza misused the word desiccate <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah 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 desiccate means to dry out and then also as for like water at the center of the planet planets have in general, if planets have enough time to cool, they will separate into layers and layers of density. And do you guys remember from high school science class the equation for density? Uh, yes, but for the viewers, why don't you tell them? Okay. Okay, Blaine. <laughs> so a lot of people will say, oh, density is mass or weight. And that's indirectly related. But the idea is correct. So density is the amount of stuff in a given amount of space. So if you had like two jars of identical size and one was filled with regular sized M&Ms and the other one was filled with the mini M&Ms. I don't know if those exist anymore, but they do. So, oh, they do. Yeah, okay. Just, all right. Just chiming in. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, actually, wait, 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 no, I'm doing this wrong. Uh, forget that. Scratch <laughs> it. Okay. Pretend you have two containers of equal size. And you put like 100 M&Ms in one container and then like 60 in the other. Which one has more? Well, the one with 100 in it. Right. So that means that one's more dense. Yeah, it's got more junk in it. So- it has more junk in its stuff. So um, anyway, back to planets. <laughs> when planets are cooling, if they have enough time, the shit in the planet that is molten will start crystallizing into different minerals and elements and stuff. And the heaviest stuff, since planets tend to have gravity and gravity pulls inward, so things fall down towards the center, the heaviest stuff is going to fall furthest, or the densest stuff is going to fall furthest in. And and by the way, I say heaviest and densest a little bit interchangeably because in general, denser things tend to be heavier because there's more stuff in them. So unless there's anything that's less dense than water on this planet, the water should not be in the center of the planet. Does that make sense? Yeah. So desiccation is kind of impossible. Yeah, it is. So we have water on the surface of the earth because water is like one of the lightest or the least dense things. And so it's it's floating on the top. If it was heavier than rock, it would be inside the earth. To get a bit more scientific here, I do have a question regarding yeah. the layers and such, which is if you shot a big laser through all of them at once, 
<laughs> do, you think, do you think the damage to the planet would be catastrophic? So it depends how intense your laser is and what your planet is made up of. It's true. We don't have all the, the things on Namek. We actually kind of experiment with a type of wave that goes through the center of the Earth. Oh, my God. Here we go. And those are earthquake waves. And based on like earthquake stations that have those like machines, seismometers, seismograms, you can actually see earthquake waves that have traveled through the Earth and appear on the other side. We also can tell the layers of the Earth where the outer core begins and the lower mantle ends because of earthquake waves and how waves travel. It's a bunch of crazy physics shit. But in general, there are certain earthquake waves that cannot travel through liquid. And so that's how we know that the outer core is liquid metal. And that's also what creates our magnetic field. And I kind of lost track of your original question, but you were asking <laughs> if a laser were shot through this planet, could Straight it blow it up? Yeah. So, and it just depends on the intensity of your laser and what it's your planet very, is very made out intense. of. If your planet does have, if the have, if the most dense stuff on your planet is water, and it is at the center of your planet, which, given what this show seems to portray, I don't see how that's. Possible. I believe, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Namek, isn't the core made out of marshmallow fluff? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm fairly confident has happened here is that Frieza has finally used a word that he doesn't know what it means. Okay, yeah. Just sticking to so it. So if, if this planet literally is made out of like marshmallow <laughs> puff with water in the center, sure, yeah, you could blow that. That thing so we'll just move from that assumption then, because that makes more sense than Frieza doesn't know how to use words good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm guessing that the characters in Dragon Ball Z guy are like ghosts. Like that's <laughs> what they're made say? out of. Ectoplasm. Oh my god. They're literally is. matterless. Yeah. Wait! Oh! Goku's been <laughs> dead no the density whole time. whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go back to eating my PBJ sandwich. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Thanks, dear. I love you. Love you too. They were ghosts the whole time. There you fucking have it, guys. We just was... elevated the discourse on this show to, like, unprecedented heights. It was so much more intelligent than anything I know I've said. Well, we should pull in, you know, maybe Cassie should pursue a new degree and kind of be like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of anime. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, where were we? What were we talking where about? Where were we? Okay. Frieza gives the planet five minutes. That's what he's saying. It's, it's not blowing up yet, but it's going to blow up in five minutes. Then they proceed not to rush at all. Nope. <laughs> Nothing happens. <laughs> five minutes, you guys, isn't actually a very long time at all. No, no. We've, we've been through six of those since we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> if I was told to do almost everything, anything in five minutes i would panic if you told me to brush my teeth in five minutes i'd be like can i get can i get a little bit more what if i mess up and have to start over frieza <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> this is a goofy one frieza wants to give goku one last parting gift though which is to show him what Frieza looks like at 100% power. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So one final power-up? Yeah, just one. But Goku, caring for his friends and family, quickly dispatches Frieza, not giving him that satisfaction. 
Yeah, understands that if he he needs to kill Frieza and help his son right now. His flesh uh, and blood. His, well, his flesh and blood son, his only son, his baby boy. And Bulma. <laughs> oh, Bulma too, I guess. I mean, in this instant here, he does say, hey, no, you're full of shit. I'm not letting yeah. you stall. That will change, but he does here. And then we get to the break, which means that it's time for the three of you to lend me your energy. The waveform looked really weird on that one. I I had a thought. I've seen some of the the movies. They just they just give high fives and they pass energy. I may have watched Lord Slug over the weekend and saw that. They really do that. Like fucking Gohan and Krillin did that with Piccolo a couple episodes ago. That's a weird thing that doesn't get visited a lot. You know what is a weird thing that doesn't that sometimes gets visited is uh, www.zenkaiboost.com where you can find every episode of Zenkai Boost. You can also find us on your your wherever the heck you get your podcasts. I don't judge. I use Podcast Addict. There's a million of these dang things out there. I want to thank you for listening, for rating and reviewing, for uh, telling your friends. We I haven't paid money to advertise this show, so it's nice to you know tell your friends about it. We appreciate it always. We we love that. It's very cool to me when when we have new listeners. The music for the show is by Friedrich Hobbitler, and you can find him on YouTube as Cody Game Music. He actually just released a cover of the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie trailer song, which is rad. So check that out. Uh, the logo for our show is done by Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her hey. at kostrak.tumblr.com. That's K-O-S-T-R-A-C-H. If you thought you'd rather hear more of Cassie on this show, then you can listen to Insanely Haunted. It's a show we do together about ghost adventures, which is sort of like the Dragon Ball Z of reality television when you think about it. It really is. But let's get back to the dang show that we are uh, that we watch for this one, because uh, this is actually the coolest part for me of what happens in this episode. Hands down. Some extremely, oh, some great fighting. Very, mm-hmm. very, very, very good fighting here. This is what we come to Dragon Ball Z for. And this is like lovingly animated too. Like Goku's just destroying Frieza in this, in this exchange. A lot like, of cool flips, a <laughs> lot of cool kicks. God, it's beautiful. Of, I would say good slugfest. The series of events here, Goku punches Frieza right in the jaw, knees him mm-hmm. in the gut so hard he spits out a lot of blood. A lot of Not a little, blood. a lot. Slams him like from with an like overhand blow right to his spine and sends him flying into the giant hole he just made. And then he continues, like Frieza manages to stop himself from flying too much further, but then Goku's right there and they've, you know, just just absolutely wailing on him. Until Frieza manages to get his wits about him, scores his first big hit this round, but it's one of those invisible energy waves. Yeah, it just blasts him away, leaving a big old crater in the ground. And then Goku gets to do the thing again. What? Which thing? But this time with lasers. You know, the thing where everything's quiet and then he emerges unharmed. Oh, yeah. Well, not completely unharmed, based on our theory of, of clothing as health. Yes, the clothing has has come off a little bit. Now he's got he's rocking this kind of one shoulder look. Is this is this the point where he brings rocks with him? He does bring some rocks with him. Yeah, he brings rocks <laughs> for whatever up with reason. That? <laughs> uh, and now Frieza's gloating a little bit. Seems a bit unearned, frankly. But Frieza is gloating, and he also says that that's the power of me at seventy percent. Will someone remind me what we were at previously? Fifty. I thought we were at seventy. To be honest, I'll be. I'll be. Listening. I thought. 
or like age. I think Frieza just makes this fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. This is a really weird, nerdy sort of uh, intimidation tactic. How well does one have to know themselves to know when they are at 100%? Well, as we'll find out in a minute here, he knows his power level <laughs> to the percent. <laughs> oh, he knows it. He's, he knows it intimately. He knows it in the single digits. We want to get to that, but first we have to watch Bulma almost die a couple of times. Wow, she really almost oh. dies. <sighs> yeah. We can wish. Bulma, the genius, is yelling angrily at the planet. <laughs> the brain genius. <laughs> Gohan is able to feel Frieza's power up, so it's already begun. And it looks like Goku's ship is next on the sinking schedule, so maybe they should hurry up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Bulma almost dies for a third time, but it's revealed that Gohan has caught her. And then she just gets mad at him. This is so upsetting. <laughs> just just saved her life. <laughs> you, there's so many words I have for her, but she, I won't. She was one second from being crushed to death. However, when she figures out where they're headed, she gets happy again. So she's pretty flighty in this situation. I mean, I don't want to say she has like mood swings. But she's got something. She needs to go see a doctor about this. Because, like, I don't... like. <laughs> I mean... Just I being know. kind of an asshole. No excuse for her yelling at Gohan, but but be be fair. She has had a real shitty time. It's, it's been a it's rough been a pretty day. Bad day. But, I mean, like, she like she went from extreme like extreme happiness to extreme anger to extreme happiness. I, I don't think I can do that to the amount she does. Try, try, try it. I'm so happy! Oh, I'm so... No! No! I'm just... Doesn't work for no, you? because I'm perpetually a happy person. Okay. Seems He's just got the joy in his heart. He's got that joy in his heart right there at the core of it where it's most dense. <laughs> Did I get that right? Yes. I think I got that right. Thankfully, it's a pretty short check-in. We return to Goku and Frieza, and Goku is, like, blasting off towards him, and Frieza's getting real buff. Yeah, he's bulking up. It's a little gross, especially when they show the tail. Oh, the up. I really didn't like the random vein. Oh yeah, no. I don't want to know what would have happened if his whole tail was there. <laughs> Where does that mask Goku's come actually... from? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the density conversation. It's everything he ate up to up to before this day. He just uses digest. He he only he only uses digestion when he's got a transformation coming. <laughs> Are you so saying that seems kind of like a big poop, or <laughs> yeah, gotcha. All right. So Goku seems pretty psyched about what's going on right now. Actually, is the things like he stops and waits, and there's just a lot of static shots of them too, just kind of fucking hovering. Yeah, Goku's just letting Frieza power up to one hundred percent. In fact, it, the fact that he just sits there, staying there, letting him do this, King Kai finally like butts in. And has to be like, hey, uh, Goku? (laughs) (laughs) He calls him my boy and lad, which I think was interesting. It really kind of shifted my perspective on King Kai's personality a little bit. My boy. (laughs) Goku, my boy. (laughs) You're not yourself, lad. <laughs> King Kai has the best idea in Dragon Ball Z history, which is to just go fucking clock Frieza one right now while he's completely open and motionless. And Goku's like, nah, I just I really want to fight him. Wow, Goku. 
No, 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 no. I, I like as much as we we talk a lot of, of shit about this. For someone who has who hasn't watched from it and couldn't remember and thought about it like this, I mean, he tries to justify it as for what happened to Krillin, but it mm-hmm. feels That's so dumb. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. And then they try to say it's the Saiyan rage, and it's like I can't cement that in my knowledge. Like, oh, that's justified. You, for the first 30 seconds of being a Super Saiyan, Goku is really smart, and then he tips over the other end, <laughs> and he still has that rational brain, but it's like processing on a different level. I love the sequence of King Kai begging Goku to, to like think about this. <laughs> Please, Goku, do the right thing. <laughs> and have you all noticed that Frieza's height kind of fluctuates pretty wildly during all of this? I did not notice. I assume with all that mass he's just randomly generating. Frieza's like you're you're taking the random you're just like hitting the random button on the character creator <laughs> a whole bunch of That's times. That's so true. This is where we get the wildest reveal of this episode, which is that yeah. Frieza is counting up his way to one hundred percent. Before he's he was going just like powering 81. up. Yeah, it's like he's doing push-ups. <laughs> We get some very unpleasant close-ups of his face mm. as he's doing this, mm. and he looks like he's in a lot of pain. He's going to bust a blood vessel for sure. At some point, Goku is the one who like figures out that if Frieza actually does this, then he's not going to be able to like control his body. That was a weird remark to me, by the way. Yeah, how did he know that? Maybe he's, he's a maybe battle he just gets, He no-scopes Frieza's weakness immediately. We'll have to see if that actually flows, though, because I don't remember anything about how this fu- I just remember that they fight a bunch until they both get really tired. We still have a few more episodes of fighting. We are in the home stretch here though, actually. Oh yeah. We're gearing up. I'm just as someone who hasn't who like this is like my first time rewatching since my childhood. I am actually kind of blown away by all this extra content that I'm feeling of this particular point, everything past the Ginyu saga. So I don't know if any of you guys are the same way, but it just feels like I remember Everything up to the Ginyu Saga taking forever, and then this bit is surprisingly longer than I actually remembered. I remember this bit in the Mm. past being actually really quick. You have no idea how much shorter this has been. (laughs) No, no, you're you're right. I I don't. I don't remember it, so... There's something about Kai that is makes it more digestible, I feel. Like, I'm retaining more details. Yes. Maybe it's that I'm talking, it's that we're basically doing like a fucking book club here, and so I'm retaining the details because <laughs> that of that. That might be part of it. We do take notes on every episode. <laughs> so the episode ends right after the camera zooms way too close into Frieza's ass. <laughs> and King Kai interrupts Goku narrating the preview to yell at him. That's great. Which I love. Hey, one thing awful. I want to mention here, which is at the end, Goku does remember Krillin again. Um, mm-hmm. and we get a flashback to that, and Goku mentions that uh, Krillin is not going to be able to be brought back, which I don't think they covered when he died. No, they didn't mention. Th- well, maybe they is did. I don't think they thing? did mention it because I don't remember being aware of this. I forgot. And yeah, Blaine, he died once in Dragon Ball, and then he was brought back. Because the only one I remember, I weirdly is kind of Chaozu. Because they just told us. But yeah, no, Krillin came back too, I guess. So he's super dead. Huh. Yeah, that's it for that's it for for Chestnut. Yeah, it, and we never see him again in the whole series, which is, is kind of sad. Or 
So, so or, rest in peace. Guys, I, I, I can't see them bending those rules. Guys, can I, can I be for real with you guys? Death would have no meaning. Be real, Blaine. Give me your realness. I actually really like Krillin as a character. You're, hey, you're right there with me, Blaine. I love Krillin, actually. I actually genuinely enjoy him. He'll have some real good moments in story arcs going forward. Spoilers, but... I mean, I could do less with a random remark about him trying to find a girlfriend. Like, that's fucking lame, but Yeah, Krillin. Else... Oh, Blaine, I don't know how much you're going to like the next season of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Like, like I don't need his I don't know how much you're gonna enjoy issues, it. but I mean... He's a great, he's great at comic relief, and I mean, he is probably one of the strongest humans. He is also sometimes the smartest man in the room. Yes. Yeah, that's why I like Krillin, because he does seem to get it sometimes. Other times, not so much. Other times, not so much. Too distracted by not having a girlfriend. (laughs) Kevin, where's this episode leave us? Episode 49 of Kai ends a little before the end of episode 98 of Z. Okay. I'm still waiting for 100. I'm hoping to get there soon. We're closing in on it. I actually had a moment where I was conversing to someone about the show, and I mentioned to where we were at the podcast because he's an asshole and he won't watch the podcast or listen to would be a better choice of words. But uh, Let's kill him. Yes. But he was blown away by the fact, like, like, like we sat there at length talking about like how long it felt the show was due to like how the Namek saga was is. constantly redone back in the day. And he was still blown away by how I mentioned that we're recording our episode 49. And he was like, really? I, I thought, like, that's really quick. Which, I mean, I don't know to you guys, but, like, I I, I want to kind of look back. Like, it, it, the time for, like, watching it, like, as a kid. I'm totally losing my train of thought here. I apologize. Um, it was just so interesting to hear someone who, like, looks back at it and still think, like, because we didn't have episode, I guess, numbers. Like, we didn't easily have access to that. Yeah. Yeah, I never went by episode number. It was just like, oh, we're still in this. Yeah. So maybe quantifying this is it still happening. changed it in a way. Yes, thank you for salvaging that for me. Because I realized halfway through the conversation I had fucked up. I, you know, Blaine, you're still working on that magic ratio for rum and podcasts. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Oh man, what do you guys think the best uh, the best combination is then? Rum and podcasts. See, that's not fair because I want maximum of both. Mm. Many podcasts, many drinks. Actually, I, I, if we were to look back at the stats, I think we only drank on like two episodes of our podcast. That is uh, more than episodes you've played video games during. So. <laughs> So, what's everybody's best moment from this episode? Oh, shoot. I'd say Goku kicking Frieza's ass. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Specifically, the like the, the knee to the stomach for me. Yeah, that whole that combo. Brutal. I love that when they push in really close and you get to see the reaction shot, too. I love that. Oh, actually, I'd also say the scene where Goku does the badass thing where he just spits, I guess, out blood. Oh, yeah. When the floating rocks. That was... He's like, I'm spitting blood, too, but only so a little cool. bit. So does that beat... The, the, the change? The change? <laughs> uh, no. I don't <laughs> think it does. I don't think it does either, honestly, because mm-hmm. it's still, like, cool, but not, like, huge. Yeah. 
Okay, so the change is... <laughs> I love calling it that. The change, Goku goes through second puberty. That's our, uh, second that's our puberty. best moment going forward. What did you say, Blaine? Oh, no, I, I was just mirroring you saying second puberty and how right that was. I said purity, did Oh, my God. Wow! I was going to let you... I was just going to let it. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I deserve it. But, it wouldn't be- before we go, before we go, I just want to hit random page on the DB Wiki one one time. Just oh, once. Oh, we should check the quote. It's still the same, Aww. unfortunately. Uh, and this has given me an episode from way in the future. Okay. I don't want to talk about particularly. Let me give me one more random page. Oh, Everybody's favorite character. Yamcha. Namoli. Oh, what? <laughs> oh my god. Um he's just some mook who Frieza destroys. Oh. How does he have why did they name him? Why did they name him? Why did they write uh one, two, three, four, five paragraphs about his life? Why did they list every single one of his voice actors? Because the people in Dragon they... Ball Wiki, uh, you know, they love the show. <laughs> a little too uh, apparently... much. They hold it a little too... They, they hugged that puppy a little too hard. Guys, guys, I found something also <laughs> that might be interesting. Uh, as of this episode, we can also see when a wiki like activity, I guess, would be augmented. And someone has augmented the San family 19 minutes ago. Oh wow! Oh shit! Are people How? actively working on this thing. Huh? I want to see, like, like I wish I could just click on like what was changed, just so I can see, like, like if it was either wording or someone just like I'm gonna add in more bullshit. Sun family is the thing I just searched in the Dragon Ball Z wiki search bar, and it feels like Sun family feels like the kind of thing you would search on Google if English was not your first Wait. language. <laughs> oh my! Okay, nope. I just saw something we need to go look at right now on that. Okay, are you are you on that page? Oh, God. Go to Family oh Tree, and at Family oh, Tree, no. there is a there is Goku and Videl, Pan, unnamed, and then a Goku Junior. Wait, there's a Goku Junior. There is a Goku Junior. I believe that may be a Dragon Ball GT character. Yes. So jury's still out on whether Goku Junior actually exists. Is, okay, well, is... I'm gonna ignore it, but that. Uh, I would like to just say that uh, Bardock's, the name of Goku and Raditz's mother appears to be Jine. No, that's not right. Hey, can we... Um, it, 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 it is. Oh, that, that is right. It is. Read him and weep, yeah. baby. I feel, oh, I feel bad for cool. Bardock. Like, he was such an unused character that could have had such a cool impact on the show. Yes, yeah, too bad he died. Pour one out for Bardock. Pour one out for all our brave Saiyan soldiers. Um, and I'll pour one out for you for listening to another episode of Zenkai Boost. You did it. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, also, yeah. I'm sorry. We kind of just dipped around on Dragon Ball Z Wiki at the end there. Not really a thing. If you want to hear more of us, then you know subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done it. Tell your friends, like we say every time. And uh, as always, my name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Gostrak. And remember, power, power levels don't, don't matter. matter.